Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. The Poor Knight, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Poor Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Poor Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. Welcome to the Upside Down Story. With most stories, the storyteller introduces themselves at the beginning of the tale. But here, at the Upside Down Story, we turn everything flipsy-flopsy upside-downsy. You aren't going to know who is telling you this story until the very end. Unless you guess sooner, that is. Today you're going to hear a wonderful tale with lots of little hints, and your job is to guess who I am by the end of the story. A mystery narrator? What could be more fun? At the beginning of every Upside Down Story episode, you will get one hint to start with. Today's hint is that the storyteller is a plant. That means you're going to be guessing what type of flora I am. Am I a type of tree, a shrub, or perhaps a dandelion? Hmm. Let's start today's story and see how quickly you can guess who the upside-down storyteller is. Um, excuse me, but would you mind moving over to your left just a bit? Sorry for the ask, but you see, I'm very busy soaking up the sun and swaying gently in the breeze over here. I absolutely thrive on direct sunlight. Being out in the open air is where I'm happiest, whether it's a garden, park, or even in the wild. And when humans like you come along, it's an added bonus, because you tend to admire my beauty and sometimes even give me a little extra water. I'm an extraordinary plant. Here's a fun fact. I'm actually one of the oldest types of flowers. Archaeologists have discovered fossils of me that date back 35 million years ago, and the most enduring one of my kind grows on a wall on the Hildesheim Cathedral in Germany. It's been alive for a thousand years already. So that's pretty neat, right? I'm also the national flower emblem of the United States of America, thanks to President Ronald Reagan's declaration back in 1986. And various varieties of me are also the state flower of Georgia, Iowa, New York, North Dakota, and Washington, D.C. Hmm, I see your nostrils are flaring. Smelling something nice. Of course you are. It's me! I have an incredible scent that is used in many perfumes around the world. 
one of me by any other name would smell as sweet. But another interesting fact is that there is a rare variety developed by breeder David Austin that he called Juliet. The Juliet version of me sold for $15.8 million in 2006. But don't worry, you can buy a different, less rare version of me for around $5. Are you interested in my life cycle? Okay, well, I start out as a tiny seed. Then I sprout and grow into a young plant. As I grow, I develop buds, which eventually bloom into beautiful flowers, just like me. But I don't just bloom once and then die if properly cared for, because I'm a perennial plant, which means I come back year after year, bringing joy and beauty to all who see me. Uh-oh. A rabbit is coming my way. Oh, he's going to try to eat me. I just know it. Here's hoping that my thorns keep me safe. I need to focus my attention on this incoming threat. So it's go time. It may be go time for the mystery narrator, but for all of you listening, it's time to take a 30-second break from the story so that you can think about the clues you've heard so far. Write down your thoughts if it helps you. The narrator is a perennial plant that thrives on direct sunlight, is used in perfumes, and is very beautiful. It is also the national flower emblem of the United States of America. Hmm. Your 30 seconds to think start now. That rabbit underestimated my thorns. People and animals underestimate me a lot. They think I'm just a pretty flower, but I'm so much more. I'm also a symbol. People see me as a sign of love, beauty, and even war and politics. I've been a part of human history and culture for thousands of years, from ancient myths and legends to modern day celebrations and ceremonies. In ancient Greece, I was associated with the goddess of love, Aphrodite. In Rome, I would be placed on the door of a room where confidential matters were being discussed. During a conflict in England, I was used as a symbol by two competing houses. The House of York used a white version of me, and the House of Lancaster used a red one. The war ended with a Tudor flower, which was a combination of red and white, symbolizing the union of the two houses. But perhaps the greatest event I'm associated with in modern times is Valentine's Day. Around 224 million of me are grown each and every year for Valentine's Day. The red version of me was the favorite flower of Venus, the Roman goddess of love, and I have come to represent strong romantic feelings ever since. From ancient myths to modern gardens, from secret meetings to expressions of love, I've been there, adding color and fragrance to life's many special moments. Now, as the sun sets and the moon rises, casting a soft glow on my petals, 
it's time for you to bid me farewell. Okay, upside down story sleuths. Now it's time to solve the mystery. Who was today's storyteller? You have 30 seconds to make your final guesses. Today's storyteller was a rose. I hope you enjoyed today's upside down story. I sure had fun turning everything flipsy flopsy upside downsy with you today. Put on your thinking cap, grab some paper and a pencil to write down clues, and join us for the next episode of the Upside Down Story. Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.